0: Listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. One. Hey team, it's your friendly neighborhood Jake here. Uh, with our very first ever explicit warning we are very blue on this podcast I think as all of our listeners know but this mini episode a word that I can't say is said a couple of times Um, so I was asked to put this warning just beforehand uh, so nobody gets upset or offended I assure you this mini episode is great and the discussion on Lovecraft Country is really interesting and really good but just giving you a quick heads up um, otherwise else enjoy the episode
1: just going over another bridge named after some dead slave owner finally
2: made it to the promised land Hallelujah,
1: amen good riddance
2: to old jim crow life could be a dream if only all my precious plans would come true if you would let me spend my whole life loving you life could be a dream sweetheart What's up y'all, welcome to the biggest, blackest episode of the One Take Podcast This is a mini episode, we're gonna be talking about the first couple episodes of Lovecraft Country We're not gonna do spoilers for a little while, so you can hang around even if you haven't seen the first couple episodes Uh, But yeah, we're gonna get into it I've got some friends of the pod, Jania, the Lady Artemis, back from our Twilight episode That was a banger, she's here, say what's up Hello, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> Big friend of the pie, Rascal Kennedy, also in the building for Full Circle Cinema. Gang, gang. on our Batman versus Superman episode. Say what's We're up. not going to talk
0: about that. Um, <laughs> hi, how's everybody doing? The Rockets lost, so I'm not in the best mood, but I'm in a good mood.
2: Bro, I'm so mad at the Houston Rockets, bro. Fuck them niggas, man. We're <laughs> not going to
0: talk about that.
2: We really not. Um,
1: Imagine standing the Rockets.
2: Imagine. Hey, hey, hey! It's poverty, bro. I don't recommend this to nobody, man. Don't hey, don't do this. Next, shit.
0: what are you talking about, bro? We're Mavericks fans.
2: I've been the biggest Luka Doncic fan ever, bro. So ever, bro. When he was sixteen, he was my favorite player, bro. I just knew. I saw the vision. He was over there hooping in Real Madrid. I was like, yeah, he got it.
0: He next. Kristaps Porzingis stay in account.
2: Yeah, we we love Mark Cuban. We love Rick Carlisle. Like. Shout out to all the sharks,
0: Shark team yeah.
2: Anyway, uh, the usual crew for the One Take podcast is all occupied this week. So it's Negro Day. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Lovecraft Country. Um, you know, shout out to Caitlin, Jake, and Roy, all doing their thing, whatever they're doing, being busy. Uh, we'll be back with them next week for a n- regular episode about. The Florence Pugh banger fighting with my family. This guy in um,
0: Florence Pugh,
2: man. Hashtag support Florence Pugh. How, how, how
1: is that? Because I've been wanting to watch it, but I like is it good?
2: you have to tune into our episode next week and find out what we all think about it.
0: <laughs> hashtag support Florence Pugh.
2: Hashtag support Florence Pugh. But anyway, we're here today to talk about the new HBO show, Lovecraft Country, just came out two weeks ago there's only two episodes out right now um it's some wild shit <laughs> so let's, yeah let's get into it it's uh, it's based on a novel from 2016 called lovecraft country
1: mm-hmm. written
2: by a white man surprisingly um mm-hmm. shout it's out to stressful,
1: him it's a very stressful book <laughs> but, yeah. that, like if you think watching the show is stressful like i was reading it maybe two summers ago And, like, the block was getting way too hot. So, I was like, let me just fold this page. And that was two years ago. I haven't picked it up since. It was just a lot one. It was just a lot. I was like, oh,
2: God, I can't do this. The listeners of the podcast will know that I don't read readings for yellow bellies. But, like, it sounds like it's interesting. Um, Oh, it
1: definitely is. But it's also, like, I I don't read scary shit in the first place. So, I was just like, this is way out of my wheelhouse. Like, I'm not meant for this. I was already starting to have nightmares. I was like, I can't.
0: Jim, so am I the only Negro here who enjoys a good horror movie? I, I, I actually mean, avoid horror movies.
2: Same. I I was telling Rascal off Pod, the first horror movie that I ever like, sat down and watched on purpose was Miss from when we did that episode. And I was fucking terrified. I had to have, like, fucking eight drinks just to sit through that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I was gone out of my mind watching that movie because, like, I was so stressed.
0: But, yeah, I don't really...
1: The worst time to watch a horror movie is, like, when
0: you're fucked up. Nah, I was feeling great. (laughs) Nah, bro, you know what? Before we just hop into Lovecraft country, so I watched... The very first time I watched House of a Thousand Corpses, I was, like, stoned. And, bruh, I want to say, like, maybe an hour into that movie, I was terrified. (laughs) Like.
1: (laughs) I could never watch a scary movie hot. I don't, I I mean, I can't even watch scary movies like now. Like when I went to go see It, I got dragged to see that and I was literally just like looking at my phone the entire time because I could sense when some shit was about to go down. But every time I looked up some fuck shit was going on. Like he's waving at somebody (laughs) with a child's arm and like somebody is fucking getting killed on the ceiling of the bathroom. I was like, bruh, and at the end, I was really pissed because it was good. And I was like, I'm going to have to come back and see the sequel because now I need to know how you became a crime <laughs> in the first place. But, like, I don't see why people watch scary movies. Like, why would you want to feel bad on purpose? Like, why do you want to
0: feel scared? On That's what
2: I'm saying. I don't like feeling bad on purpose. I like
0: it's the it. adrenaline rush, man.
2: <laughs> I can now, get I also my don't adrenaline. It, so. I can get my adrenaline watching like Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible or something like that. Like I don't need to, I don't need to deal with demons and shit. Like to feel (laughs) to feel alive.
0: (laughs) Like the most relieved I've ever been during a movie was The Conjuring because at the end, like, they had a lady sitting behind me and she kept like kicking my chair the whole movie. So every time she kicked my chair, I screamed like a little bitch so the most <laughs> relieved i've ever been was for that movie to end that that lady can stop kicking my chair bruh oh
2: see God. this is what i'm this is what horror movies do to people we don't need this
1: <laughs> well i want to ask a question so i know that like jordan peele executive produced along with jj J. abrams but misha green like created and is like the main person running the show but like do we think that Jordan Peele movies qualify as, like, horror movies or thrillers? I wonder about
0: this.
2: I'll let Rascal out this one, because like I said, I haven't seen Get Out. I haven't seen Us, so I, I couldn't tell you.
0: I would say they're, like, social commentary slash horror movies because it's like as a black person it's like damn what if i really what, like what if i was really stuck in this situation like and get out like i'm sorry i would have had to bring one of the homies with me because you know it's just it's not happening i'm not going to an all white house like your whole entire family is white you're not half anything
2: everybody white
0: <laughs> nah, bro. i gotta drag one of my homies little rail would have been with me in the car
2: this is what I'm saying about Midsommar. <laughs> like Chidi, the only black person around. Ain't no way he going. Like in real life. I still
1: <laughs> haven't seen that one either. I refuse because the girls were cutting up behind Midsummer and uh, Hereditary, because they came out around the same time. Oh, that's and I true. was just
0: like, I won't I won't participate in this particular tomfoolery y'all can have I still haven't seen Midsommar, but that's cause that's just not my cup of tea. That look weird. Like I don't like cults. <laughs>
2: But yeah. anyway in case you ever realized lovecraft country is uh it's a horror series it's i think i don't know it's wild as shit whatever it, it is. is
1: definitely horror that is in like the yeah. category like description like if you pulled it up on your cable box and hit info like it would definitely say horror under the title
2: yeah but like yeah, yeah, it's horror. It's definitely horror. <laughs> it's like, it's in, <laughs>
0: I was about to say, like, think of what you've seen. On the it's like yeah. sci-fi horror. It's like like Alien and Predator, but it's actually kind of scary.
2: Yeah, it's like what I was going like what I was getting at is that like I'm not as like terrified of it as I would be of some shit like like The Witch or uh, you know like The Exorcist. It's like it's not that kind of horror, but it's definitely yeah. like. Some real spooky vibes happening here. Like, we'll we'll get into more details in a second. But uh, yeah, it's starring Jonathan Majors, uh, Jeremy Smollett, Anjanae Ellis, Courtney B. Vance. Um, some other people you may have seen and heard of are in this as well. Um, but yeah, so the premise of it
1: from Scandal,
2: fits he. He keeps popping up and shit that I'm watching because he's he shows up in Fraser, which I rewatch all the time.
1: I forget that he's almost 60 years old.
2: Yeah, he shows up in Fraser. He showed up in this. I was like, holy shit, Fitz will never leave me alone. I was a big scandal stand for those of you who don't know. Like
0: Same.
2: the OG, <laughs> the OG run of scandal was my shit. That first season was electric. Um
0: uh, is it bad that I've never seen an episode? <gasps>
2: Yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of bad, bro. It, it's kind of bad. How are you on the Biggest Blackest episode? Have you ever seen Scandal, bro?
0: I guess I'll go ahead and hang on my black card. <laughs> <laughs> how,
1: yeah.
2: how you just not going to be a part of the Shondaverse? Like, you, <laughs> you got to be here.
0: <laughs> Damn, bro, I feel bad because like, now that I think about it, I don't even want to talk about it because the Negro Nation will – deny me access if I, mean, I start talking
1: there you missed out on a cultural moment because that is why we live tweet tv shows now
2: basically like we wasn't like nobody we wasn't was really, really on that before yeah nobody scandal.
1: was really live tweeting tv shows prior to scandal coming out Damn. And then we, i think the next big one was probably game of thrones but you don't get live tweeting without scandal so just so you know fun fact
0: Black people invented live tweeting. <laughs> so, God. <laughs> so God, do I need to hang up my black heart? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's something that I was definitely thinking about when Lovecraft Country first started. I was like, what's, what's the hashtag we going to use for tweeting with the fellow blacks about this show? Because if you didn't know, this show is black as hell. Like <laughs> black I was super black. Black is the fuck. Like Black is 3 a.m. in the country. Like, this shit is... 50
1: oh. but. <laughs>
2: this shit, it is big, big black. So, um, you know, tweeting about this with white people who are just kind of very into the Lovecraft side of it and, like, the monsters and shit is a very different experience then you know watching it with your fellow blacks who were like this is some real shit that's terrifying even without the monsters because th- this is real life even still in 2020 like Man, a lot of you, the stuff they touch on that we'll get into later it's like this shit Still is, happens
0: if you live in texas you felt that sundown episode
2: yeah Oh.
1: <laughs> yes <laughs>
2: If you from Southeast Texas, like all of us have lived in Southeast Texas at one point or another, you were like Viter Texas, right here.
1: <laughs> even if you even if you're from like like South the South Louisiana and you know like if you have to drive to Texas, like absolutely not. <laughs> like you're not stopping there. It's not mm-hmm. happening. Like
2: Viter Texas, you gotta make sure you got plenty of gas. You gotta make sure your tires are at the recommended air pressure, like you, bro, you ain't stopping for shit in car,
1: Texas. Your car, car stopped working in body. You better push
0: that into Long Island before one, before we again, bro. I still remember the whole whenever they had the George Floyd protest out there, and everybody thought it was a setup. They did it, I
1: remember saying I remember saying it's a yo, I was like ain't camp. no
2: way that shit is real bro like that shit got to be a setup <laughs> they try to round us, I, round us all up
1: it's a clan trap honestly
2: <laughs> man
1: So let's just we, talk about like the caliber of actor that is involved in this show cuz like the main oh. dude somebody we haven't seen before but who has already out of the gate have has been amazing but like seasoned professionals like jernay smollett ingenue ellis courtney b vance who have like been in this shit for a hot minute
2: okay so jonathan majors i've actually seen before but he was kind of trash so i was like stunned by his performance in this show he was in the Netflix movie that came out a few months ago, the Spike Lee oh, yeah. called The Five Bloods.
0: Yeah, The Five oh, Bloods. Oh, cool. I haven't seen and, that yet. Hey, he was in White Boy Rick, too. Yeah,
2: White Boy Rick,
0: <laughs> the <laughs> most forgettable <laughs> movie of all time. Hey, don't you do that. <laughs> yeah. Don't you do that. We respect bro, White Boy Rick over here.
2: That movie is so forgettable. Bro. Nobody remembers anything about that fucking movie. I guess I mean, Most people I'm, didn't see it in the first place, but...
0: I'm alone on this because like I've literally watched damn near every single like documentary that you could find on White Boy Rick. So whenever I finally whenever they finally came out with the movie, I was like, damn, this shit is overdue. So I, I guess that's what it was for me.
2: The trailer for that movie looked bananas, and then you actually watched the movie and it was just kind of like, eh.
0: eh? I appreciate the accuracy though.
2: <laughs> I'll take your word for it. But yeah, Lovecraft Country. So what the fuck is this show about? Um, I'll just read the premise here.
1: I'll
2: read the premise off Wikipedia. So hopefully that can like, give you an idea of what the fuck is going on. But TBH, we don't know. So Lovecraft Country follows Atticus Freeman as he joins up with his friend Leticia and his Uncle George to embark on a road trip across 1950s Jim Crow America in search of his missing father. This begins a struggle to survive and overcome both the racist terrors of white America and the terrifying monsters that could be ripped from a Lovecraft paperback. And that leaves out so fucking much about what this show is. <laughs>
1: it leaves out a lot. It's literally like the spark notes of the spark notes of the spark notes.
2: <laughs> because even just two hours into this show, so, so much has happened. <laughs>
0: Bro, like, the first two episodes are a movie on their own.
1: Yeah, they are, actually, now that I'm thinking about
2: it. Me and Jake, uh, one of the other, like, actual hosts of this podcast, he, we were talking about it, and we were like, the first episode is, what if we made the movie Green Book, but accurate and with <laughs> monsters? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> this, this show is, is wild.
1: What if Ridley Scott directed (laughs) (laughs) Greenwood?
2: Hey, you know. It is a lot. So much is happening. We're not going to get into spoilers yet. We're just kind of generally talking about it, giving our thoughts right now. But yeah, the first episode is wild. And then the second episode takes everything that was wild about the first episode. And then I'm cranks like, it up, like, 50 notches. <laughs>
1: exactly. One thing I really like is that, uh, and I, I normally hate this in other, like, movies and TV shows, when it's, like, a period piece, and they put in music that is not from that time. Like, it drives me up the wall. But it works with this. So, like, the first episode, there's, like, um... The like, Tierra yeah, and there's, like, that Tierra Wax song. And at first I was like, what the fuck is this? But then I was, like, feeling the vibes, and I was like, okay... But then they also have, like, these voiceovers. So I think at the end of the first episode was a James Baldwin voiceover. And at the end of this most recent one was... um, Jill Scott Heron. Heron. Yeah, Jill Scott Heron. And so, like, and I love that it's not set to any music. It's literally just them talking. But, like, so much is happening, like, while they're talking. And it's, like, it, it conveys, like, the drama and, like, It's like, you don't know what's going on, but you know whatever is going on, like, it's some important shit going
2: on. Yeah, it definitely feels, it feels prestigious at every turn. Like, even the simplest, like, nothing happening scenes are like, this shit feels important. This shit feels, like, real. You care about the characters, even though you just met them. Like, Mm
0: -hmm. the
2: series has definitely done that well already in the first two episodes. And the soundtrack is jamming. Like, every single song that they play, has been jam. In the second episode, there's like a Marilyn Manson song, and I usually hate Marilyn Manson, but I was like, this shit kind of bumping.
0: Like, every, I'm not taking every you to Astro Real Fest no more. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> every song, including like the really old, like obviously like 40s and 50s ones, like I'm still sitting there like, oh yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm like, hit it, man. Let's go. <laughs>
2: Yeah, HBO is definitely trying to make this show their, like, new Sunday night must-see kind of television. I mean, obviously, like, that's been the big slot for, like, the most prestigious shows or whatever. Like, The Wire, Game of Thrones, Internet The Sopranos. Of, like, the last
1: 20 years of HBO history.
2: Succession. Insecure, Watchmen. Like, Watchmen, Watchmen. Like, whatever they put on Sunday night, it's, like... To, they expect it to be a banger. There's some that like we don't care about, like that show Run. I don't know anybody who's watched that show Run. I
1: watched it. <laughs> I fell off because the main girl was annoying, but like...
2: But like, any show... Any show HBO puts out on Sunday night is like supposed to be a banger, and I think they got one with this one. Like Lovecraft Country has been fire these first two episodes. Y'all can kind of each give it like a, a grade so far. Uh, just kind of give your general thoughts about you know, why people should watch the show. Because I think we all agree people should start watching the show if they haven't already. But, Jania, just give it a letter grade and, you know, kind of talk about what you've gotten out of it and what people why people should watch it.
1: I am going to give it an A minus – the minus is because the end of the second episode felt a lot like the season finale even though there's only two episodes and then when i saw the preview i was like how the fuck is the rest of this supposed to fit in with these first two episodes um but it's still a because i know they're gonna pull it together (laughs) um i feel like people should watch this just because like like i know people are always like i'm tired of seeing like black movies or black tv shows where like racism is the main plot but it's not necessarily here like it's a part of it but it's not like the thing that's occurring and i don't think we get to see a lot of like black sci-fi stuff and horror that's like actually good so like we've had this watchman um like us to get out like those are I guess Candyman, which I'm I'm refusing to watch, but like, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not watching that. But like, there, this is kind of like a new thing where it's like this crossing over, I guess, of horror and sci-fi. And I think it's pretty split. And it's also like doing all of that while being grounded in themes that very much feel relevant, like racism, like sexism, like imprisonment, stuff like that.
2: Big fire. Rascal, what do you think?
0: Mm. I'm going to just give it a regular, regular A. <laughs> it And I mean, personally, just watching, like Jania said, the world that we live in currently, whenever you take these period pieces from the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, it's all relevant. Because you have those Revolutionary speakers and people who are selling, you know, people who are, who are giving poems and things of that nature now in the present. And I'm not talking about Dr. Umar Johnson. No, nope, I'm not absolutely talking about not. Larry Johnson. No, I'm talking about, you know, just people who are out here actually trying to spread the truth and spread, you know, love and things of that nature. And it's really good to see on TV black people win. Mm-hmm. HBO is is giving us everything that we could ever want Watchmen, euphoria this um damn what am i i'm I'm insecure Insecure. yeah like hbo is hbo is is basking in that that and it's not fake you know what i mean like they're taking real situations that black people actually deal with and they're taking black creators and they're giving them a platform now mind you Watchmen was, you know, basically helmed by a white guy. But at the end of the day, he put it together perfectly. So I feel like with Lovecraft. He
1: actively actively had people in his writer's room to, like, make the stories centering around the black
0: characters be authentic. Yeah. And, like, it's crazy because, like, it's a lot of stuff white people don't know about. They didn't know about Tulsa. And they, they didn't, a lot of them, from what I'm seeing on Twitter, didn't know about sundown towns. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Stuff that you should have learned in high school, you're getting now on TV and whether you like it or not, everybody needs to see these things because we all need to understand each other. So it's just cool to able to pull that together.
1: And also like cool to see them do that in contrast to like Netflix and Hulu, which are these streaming giants that like they sorry, they do produce um they do produce high quality like TV shows, but have been known as of late at least for canceling a lot of their shows that do have leads of color. So it's like to see HBO just kind of stepping up and being like, well, we got like four programs (laughs) in our main thing that like, and all of them are like critically acclaimed. That's the thing too, is it's not like they're not putting out subpar shit. Like Euphoria and Watchmen and Insecure are all like nominated
0: for shit. And then they're like like, NBA
2: nominated like,
0: there's another one too hold up let me go into my hbo bag real quick
1: yeah like there i know they're supposed to be um they're supposed to be adapting this other story called uh like he who fears death or something like that and it's like this i guess like like an afrofuturist kind of moment or whatever but they're supposed to be adapting into a tv show too and like the author for Game of Thrones is like helping out with the main author lady who's a black woman. So it's like, they really, they heard us tell them that Confederate was not an option. And they were like,
2: okay. Bro, I can't switch. believe they thought that was a good <laughs> idea at one point. bro. <laughs> that is the wildest shit ever to me. <laughs> so they were like, we're going to let D and D make a show about what is slavery, but like present. <laughs> and that was good
1: They were like this is not the man in the high council It's not gonna work
2: like this Like nah fam we not doing this Like shout out to all The black people especially the black Women cause as, as usual It was mostly black women on that Who were like no We can't let this shit happen Like, Thank you for looking out Cause what a terrible fucking idea To let the people who ruined Game of Thrones Try and ruin Like slavery ending like <laughs> what a <laughs> terrible idea!
0: <laughs> and but, then oh the the other show was called uh, "I May Destroy You."
2: Yes. Oh, I still haven't yes. watched that one yet. That
1: one also see. has been getting a lot of critical acclaim, but I haven't watched that either.
2: Next Negro Day, we got to talk. I may destroy <laughs> you. Uh, if you know, February. Jake and them ever <laughs> let us do this ever again. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, for me, on um, Lovecraft Country, I'll, I'm giving the first two episodes an A. Um, just like for all the reasons that y'all talked about, and also the fact that there's something here for everybody. Like we say that a lot about a lot of shows, like oh, there's something for everybody. But here, there really is. Like, obviously, like you have the kind of black horror sci-fi experience that you know black people usually don't get to have. Uh, kind of centered around characters that look and talk like we do uh, you get all the you know the historical accuracy and the commentary of you know it being a 1950s period piece um, things like one of the very first scenes is um, the main character Atticus he's talking to a woman and he mentions somebody being an ex-confederate soldier and she's like you fought for slavery you don't get to put an X in front of that like that's the kind of like biting commentary and stuff that like we need like in this moment right now like uh, even still unfortunately like we need that kind of commentary um yeah even, and then, that,
1: line, even that line in the episode last night where they were like how did you make all this money and he said shipping and she said that's code for slaves yeah <laughs> that was i was like oh my god yes
2: <laughs> and that was that one put me on because, like, honestly, I just like kind of heard that and accepted it, like, oh, shipping. I'd never like even like really thought about it, just because like you just hear that kind of line so often, like, yeah, he made his money in shipping. Oh, slaves, shipping, shipping slaves. Yes, I, I follow. I try selling negroes,
0: huh?
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, shipping the negroes. That's what that was. Yes, uh, but yeah, like. It's got all that commentary And it's definitely not subtle But it never Feels overdone Like it's it's right in your face But not to a point where you're like Oh my god can we like move on or whatever It's like always feels on point To the point necessary um, And then It's just fucking wild <laughs> Like The monsters and shit All the like weird magic shit We're gonna get into Like it's just wild and entertaining and then you also have this kind of family drama in the middle of it that's also really like endearing and you care about the characters instantly like i said like before the first episode even ended not even an hour in you're like super invested in the family dynamics and you know you're like damn leticia you gotta get your shit together like you out here tripping like (laughs)
1: leticia fucking lewis <laughs> what, a <moment. laughs> what a
2: moment! I her sister was like, "You out here wild and just doing whatever because you know you're pretty and you're young and like people who always they care you or whatever." But yo, you gotta get your shit together, fam. Like I felt that being the older sibling. <laughs> like You so also yeah. a
1: sense of like what each character is dealing with specifically. So like the main dude. He, like, has just come back from the Korean War and he, like, has been in Korea somewhere. Who he Something happened, but now they don't talk anymore. And, like, what is the story there? And then you have, like, Uncle George who clearly wants to go look for his brother, but, like, he's doing this green book thing off to the side and he has a wife and he has a daughter and the relationship between them is super cute. And then there's Leticia and she clearly is having some struggles and there's, like, some issues there. And like you to know all of that without it feeling like a lot of exposition or you, you know like stuff like that. But you already like know about each of these three characters, and all three of them are interesting. Like I don't think there's one that I like or care about more than the others. Like I watched Game of Thrones, and all I cared about was like the storylines with Danny. I didn't care about anything about Jon Snow or like anybody else. But like wow. I, I mean, I, it's just, like, I was like, oh, uh, like, can we please get to the danny scenes? <laughs> like, but, like, with this one, I, I don't feel like that.
0: I'm like, I, everybody should. Yeah. No, I get it. Because there's definitely, like, in some other, like, HBO shows or just shows in general, you get all these other subplots that you really don't care about because you're hooked on this one character. But whenever it comes to Lovecraft Country, you want to know everybody's problem and what. I don't Uncle George and Tick's dad, you know what I'm saying, what happened there whenever they were younger or why does Tick feel some type of way towards Uncle George and you know what I'm saying, like the more you find out, the more you're like, oh shit, well then what happened here? What caused this to happen? Yeah,
2: that's the thing for me because like sometimes when, you know, you're getting exposition in shows or movies or like leave something out, you're just like, I'm just confused. I don't really care what the answer is. I just like, like why didn't they give me the answer this one you're like i can't wait to see where they go with this shit like some of the stuff that happens and like in both episodes one and two you're like okay I'm, where are we going like i'm so excited i don't know what the fuck is going on but whatever it is i'm down like this is lit let's go uh i think that's the sign of a great tv show because like i said there's a lot of shows and movies where like things will be mysterious or like left up to interpretation or whatever. And it's just kind of like, it's frustrating and it's disorienting. And you're like, I don't really know what's going on. I don't really care that much. I'm going to just quit watching. Like, do they get together? Do they not get together? Are they cool? Are they not cool? Like, what the fuck is this monster shit? It's not like that with Lovecraft Country. You're just immediately like, I can't wait to find out more for however long the series runs. Like every single Mm -hmm. Sunday night, I'm going to be here. Like, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on
1: right right
2: so eight weeks basically watch this fucking show if you haven't already um it's fucking fantastic uh even if you're very nerdy and you're only here for the like hp lovecraft aspect of it i mean you can do that it's much more fun to like enjoy all of it and like acknowledge all the racial aspects and stuff like that too but I mean hey if you like HP Lovecraft I'm sure you'll like this show um, actually before we move on we, we just gotta mention HP Lovecraft wild H-P. racist
0: super <laughs> racist
2: <laughs> like super duper wild like not even just like you know your regular run of the mill like
0: R-Cary. I just don't want
2: <laughs> Yeah, like I, but He's not like your It's heritage not hate Support the confederate flag kind of racist Nah like he was Like one of the poems that they mentioned From him in the first episode Of the show was called On the creation, the creation of, of, niggers. of niggers And it's just All about how the gods were just like You know what fuck it We'll just put every single thing that we hate Into this one Less than person and we'll just call it a nigger. Um, he named his cat Nigger Man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why are white people so unimaginative? Like, with their <laughs> start, like it's always like the dumbest shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, car that- <laughs> babies, coon giblets, porch monkeys. Like,
2: <laughs> They're so bad no, at this, bro.
1: There's no thought whatsoever going into these racial slurs.
2: But yeah, uh, Caitlin... She told me to look up the name of his cat because, like, she's white and she couldn't just say that to me. Um, so I looked it up and I texted her back. I was like, there's there's never anything funny about racism, but sometimes racism is really fucking funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. naming your cat, nigger man, is objectively like, hilarious. <laughs> Why?
1: Like, and you know, you gotta be hella racist to do that because, you know, like, even racists just be naming their dogs like Spot or like. Yeah.
2: You know rufus like you
1: <laughs> gotta take it the extra money.
2: little thing name your cat. boots like everybody else.
1: <laughs> right killer you know ruffy like-
2: <laughs> <laughs> you had to go out your way to name your cat fucking you air
0: bud bro like damn you had to call him fucking nigger man like come on yeah. bro <laughs> why <Anyway. laughs>
2: It's not funny, but it's so funny, bro. <laughs> <It's> very
0: funny, <laughs> it, it's not funny. It's funny because it's like, damn, bro. If we like, we're so good at roasting people and shit. Like, if we really just wanted to be racist, like, we run that shit. But like, we don't. We. It's like we we're don't not on be that. Racist, bro. Like, we we just want to be cool. Like, shit.
2: All black people want to do is laugh and have a good time. That's all we be doing. Just like That's all it. throughout history, look look at what all the black people are doing. They laughing, they having a good time. That's all. <laughs> Getting these jokes off. Getting these jokes off. Doing our thing. We we don't be bothering nobody. We don't like nobody be bothering us. That's all. Like, yeah. We just we just wanna we just wanna have some TV shows, you know what I'm saying? Where we see people who look like us. We wanna have some movies with people like us who not slaves, you
0: know. You know, know what wanna, I'm saying? We, man, the whole thing. We the have slave, a good time. Man, the thing is we was kings.
2: <laughs>
0: we dead. was
1: kidding. I'm dead
0: If
2: you open your third eye <laughs> 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 This is a podcast So y'all can't see But Rascal and Jania both just open their third eye <laughs> Oh my god This is the best episode ever Jake is going to be so mad at us <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect
1: Perfect
2: but yeah, um, watch Lovecraft Country if you haven't yet. Sunday nights on HBO, I think 8 p.m. Central time? Yeah,
1: it's 8 yeah. p.m. Central. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they drop it on HBO Max at time, too. So, you know. Uh, it depends you...
1: on what you got. <laughs> Just from what I hear, and the girls with Playstations are saying that it'd be dropping hella late. But like... Really? Because it dropped at 8 on mine. I was shit, 8 o'clock of... on night. I'm in there. Yeah, bro, I'm so stupid. mad. It dropped 8 o'clock on the dot, but some of the people who got, like, HBO extensions on the Amazon account, it's like, it's not here.
2: <laughs> okay, so that first episode, I was scrambling looking for that shit, bro. Because, like, it, did, it didn't pop up, like, usually HBO shows on the app or on the website or whatever. They'll have, like, a big-ass, like, button at the top that's like, mm-hmm. new episode, new series, whatever. Yeah. Lovecraft Country ain't show up there, and I was searching for it, and like it wouldn't sh- show up. So I'm like on Twitter, like asking other people, like, "Yo, is Lovecraft Country on Yo HBO Max app? Like, What's what's going on?" Like, and eventually, you know, it showed up when I searched for it. So I got to watch it. But yeah, man, like HBO Max not on the like the TV. I have an LG TV now with like all the apps and shit, and HBO Max just decided they don't they don't want to make an app for LG like. They were just like. They
0: also decided they didn't want to make one for Firestick, too, apparently. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, it's like you got to have. I get it. From my understanding, it was something about somebody didn't sign some contract. And that's how a bunch of apps and like companies and shit missed out on HBO Max because PlayStation, I got that.
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> the way I got to watch it because like <laughs> I can watch it on PlayStation. I can watch it on my laptop. Those are the only two options for me. Why but, I got to
1: watch it on my laptop or my iPad. I can't do nothing else.
2: See, but what's clutch is my apartment complex requires everybody to have AT and T internet here. But if you got AT and T oh. internet, you get HBO Max for free. So I ain't gotta pay extra for that shit. My apartment complex came through Clutch on accident. Uh, <laughs> Open your eye, <laughs> brother. Moral of the story: however the hell you gotta watch HBO Max, whether it's find a know, way, find a way. And watch Love Cafe. Hey,
0: there's some fire on HBO Max, but
2: yeah. This shit fucking bangs. Uh, so now we're going to get into spoilers. You've been warned. I'm going to have Jake drop a bunch of sirens right here. For a spoiler warning, because we're going to talk about what happened in episodes one and two. And let's start off with just the fucking sundown town. Uh, <laughs>
1: Actually, I want to take it. I want to take it a little further back. Oh,
2: Let's okay. Start
1: with the fucking opening scene, or whatever the fuck that was.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh you, you are so right. You are so right because this that shit comes out on tilt.
0: It, like, comes, out, it comes out. like. <laughs> if you've ever seen John Carter, you'll enjoy that because it, it's think, better than the whole John Carter movie.
1: I don't even know like what. What can I even call it except like it very much feels like like a an LSD induced like fever dream and except like the fever that is making you have this dream is like scarlet fever and it's just like <laughs> your mind is just like whatever the girlies at Salem were on, whatever that shit that was in the bread that was making them hallucinate like witches and shit.
2: That's what you want. So, yeah, let's just explain the most important moment in TV history, probably. In like the first three minutes of this TV show, Jackie Robinson splits open an alien with a baseball bat. Bruh.
0: (laughs) That was the most true. But like the, the thing is, the fact that like the whatever the recording was that was playing. It, it says some shit about, you know, all little boys want to do is play baseball. And then, you know, Jackie Robinson is just smacking the shit out of this alien with a baseball bat. And it's like, what the fuck, bro? Like <laughs> <laughs> Am I am I that fucked up right now? Like
2: <laughs> everybody that I've seen live tweeting their first like the watching the first episode is like Jackie Robinson just like split open an alien with a baseball bat. I'm sold. This show is amazing. Like <laughs> they came out of the gate like on some wild shit because you have no idea what the fuck is happening but you're like this is kind of cool
1: and you can't even call it like from that first scene like you can't there's no way that you can predict anything like past you wouldn't be able to to say like one way or the other like what is gonna happen in this show just from going
0: off that first scene yeah i was really fucking confused because i like the whole beginning i'm like damn bro but i thought they were in like america this looks like some world war ii shit like i was so confused man and then for it to be like for them to to be using the john carter story and he's a confederate soldier and them motherfuckers ain't look nothing like confederate soldiers so <laughs> that was just all confusing
1: right but then but then now we can talk about the sundown towns.
2: yeah so you realize like that first sequence was a dream. Um. Tick, as they call him. Um, He gets back home to Chicago, right? They live in Chicago. Yeah. Um,
1: Wait, pause. Pause. While he's on his way back, he's on a bus with this other black lady, and they're sitting at the back of the bus, and all the white people are sitting at the front, and the bus breaks down on the side of the road, so these, like, Good Samaritans, quote unquote, come in and they're like, we'll bring everybody into town except you two.
0: Y'all can walk.
2: Y'all <laughs> got to walk. Man, and
0: like it was fucked up because I was watching it with my girl and she was like, they're going to have to walk home. Huh? And it was her first time watching it. I had already seen the first episode. And I was like, you just got to pay attention. And she was like, man, it's fucked up. And then they started walking and she was like, I fucking knew it. I, I knew it. And I was like, bro, hey, hey. <laughs>
1: I was pissed. I was like, damn, they really made them walk. And then he just like materializes back in Chicago after however long he was walking down
0: the street. Yeah, like, who knows how long he was
2: walking? Like, they man.
0: because <laughs> Then they just, they had just got out of Kentucky. So where in the hell were they at where they could just walk to Illinois?
1: Right. Did you say Illinois? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God.
2: <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Jania is a teacher.
0: And- oh brother. <laughs> oh god. This
1: guy The <laughs> noise. Oh my God. I
0: That's said cool. what I said.
1: The uncultured.
2: You you said it wrong, dog. Hey, you you, you gotta hold that L. You, I you, will it, not
0: hold that L. It happens, bro.
2: You ain't gotta hold it, but it's a sign to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and put that L down next to me.
2: All
1: right. <laughs>
0: Bring him the button. I don't pride myself on being literate. Sometimes, <laughs> well, yeah. So they really
2: walked to Chicago, bro. I was like, I, Jania, you tweeted yesterday. I think that like it was too hot outside. It was no way that. Like, the slaves, our ancestors survived. There's no
1: way the sun is the same sun our ancestors toiled under. There's no way.
2: And I quoted you saying, I know I wouldn't have made it. Like, ain't no way. Absolutely. I got to walk I gotta walk all the way to Chicago in this hot-ass sun? Ain't no way.
0: I way way right on the side of the road. I ain't going to lie. I probably would have been that nigga telling on y'all just to stay out of the heat. <laughs> he got a book. He not supposed to
1: be
0: This nigga reading. <laughs> you gonna let this nigga sleep in the big house? He was <laughs> reading the other day.
2: <laughs> Dog, I wouldn't have made it at all, bro. I am not built for that. Oh, <laughs> they would have been sick of me. I would have been like, we all gotta sit, we all gotta stay in
1: the shack. All 15 of
2: us. Together.
1: I gotta share a bed with four of y'all.
2: Y'all stay. <laughs> we ain't
1: got no window
2: units in And <laughs> hey, we're hearing you that, bro. We got to get the fuck, man. Yeah, we got <laughs> to get on. Oh. When is Harriet
1: coming?
2: <laughs> when she coming back? Y- y'all went last time. I, I ain't go, but I want to go. Last time. When is they, she <laughs> they caught y'all. It's my turn. You i going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm through. Oh, my God. Ain't no way I would have made it, bro. Fuck that.
0: But you know what else is wild? Like, I wonder if, like, each plantation, like, all the slaves knew all the damn spiritual songs, like, Wade in the Water. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, really do wonder when it's if, class. Yeah, like. Or, like, if certain songs were, like, plantation specific or something. Yeah, because, like, you got to think about it. Like, jokes, like, shit, like, whenever we was kids, it was jokes that traveled, but it was, like, niggas in New York knew the same juice. Jukes, my bad. Jokes. We knew. And it's just weird because it's like how did word travel like that?
1: I think it travels like the mysterious S symbol has traveled for the past however many years. True. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how I've seen kids like drawing on my desk in my classroom and they draw the little S on the table. and I'm like, Bro, how? How did you fuss know off about this?
2: Hey, but like who in charge of the rotation of the of the spirituals? You know what I'm saying? Like right? if somebody like Hey, I'm fucking tired of waiting in the water, dog. We gonna have to sing going <laughs> up yonder or something. Can we, like, can
1: we do something different? Swing
2: low, yeah. <laughs> chariot. We many, can't how up a
0: Ouija board and ask that question, so we're just gonna let that one linger.
2: How many times go. do you gotta sing the songs like before everybody know it? You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't like you can write it down for all of them and teach the lyrics. Like, you, how long? How this long nigga teaching a, a song. song? <laughs> he's
1: singing, he's singing, and you he's supposed to be working. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he ain't got his foot. He, he ain't got his feel yet.
1: <laughs> he not done picking his cotton all the way yet. He's supposed to have six hundred pounds,
2: and he only got one fifty. Oh my god! <laughs> anyway, yeah, we we, He's we going
0: just hell on a scholarship. <laughs> bathtub, bathtub full of gas, <laughs> bro. Gasoline Draws on.
2: Fam, I hey, ancestors did so much, dog. People like people be wearing them whack ass t shirts, like I'm not my ancestors or whatever. Like you're not, cause I'm not. I am nuts. <laughs> you would not have made it. I wouldn't have either, Hell no. Like, bro, all them stories about John Lewis, like getting his skull bashed in and shit. Fam, I would have died. I would have laid Absolutely. the fuck out. And- died Wait, i have no quiet. problem
1: saying that i would not have been out there in the first place i have no problem <laughs> saying that i know my strengths i probably would have like baked cookies for them at home you know when they come back to refuel like you know when they stop by some you know and like all the civil rights moves they stop by somebody's house and whoever like is, the lady is there she'd be like i didn't cook for y'all come in the kitchen and get some that's about to be me because i'm not going by it, so. i would have been
2: the dopest hype man you ever seen in your life you know, gassing everybody up. Martin, you the That's man.
1: Guys. Good for that. you.
2: You going to kill him out there, Martin. You you do that. You go ahead, Malcolm. Tell you him.
1: Sure. You show him.
2: Tell him over there. You tell
0: let, him. Let him use you. Take your time. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Like, in the, in the slave times, I probably wouldn't have been shit. But, like, in, like, the protest times, I probably would have been a nigga, like, kicking and swinging at the police. I, I, I think
1: that I could tell you right now it wouldn't have been me.
0: <laughs> I ain't about it, dog. I ain't about
1: it. I feel like I watch, I'm watching, like, the Lovecraft show and I'm like, no, there's no way. <laughs> no. What you saying? Like, they get to the sundown town. First off, they're trying to, you know, stop off and grab some food. And apparently... They can't even eat. They can't even eat because, like, the guy who's... The waiter, I guess, like the last time black people tried to come eat in his store and he let them eat, the white people burned his store down. So, that's
2: yeah, so why. it was a woman who owned that shop. And, you know, that's why they went there. They're, they're like writing the green book or whatever. And, you know, the person that used the lady that used to own that restaurant, she was white, but she was served black people. Yeah. And the town was not going for that. That was not the program for the town. So they burned her shit down and gave it to somebody else,
0: and, and he just it. And yeah, it, that was wild, like yeah. the whole shit about him telling the story about the white house we
2: don't. Yeah. we don't get there, we gonna we don't get there, we going, we going. so take Leticia and uncle, what's his name uncle george, george. Uncle George, I got an uncle George, that's kinda of fucking me up,, uh, <laughs> we'll get to why in a minute, uh, <laughs> but anyway, oh. so yeah they. They go to this restaurant. They're writing this green book. They've been, you know, kind of avoiding all these other racial incidents that have been happening on their town. Like, on their trip through the town or whatever. They get to this restaurant. They think, you know, we about to eat. It's a white man already in there who just immediately leaves as soon as the three black people walk in. <laughs> That's a just, sign. A, just the thought of some black people eating where I eat. I, I just can't have that. Like
1: Not even at the same table. Like, Social just
2: knowing people, <laughs> just knowing y'all in here, I just can't be here. Like <laughs> y'all ain't done nothing to nobody. I don't know who you are, where you came from, but y'all, if y'all eating here, I ain't eating here. Fuck y'all. With all of
1: us sharing the same recycled air.
2: I can't do it. Can't do. It. Can't have that. <laughs> y'all might. I might get whatever y'all got on me. I don't know what make y'all like y'all are, but I
0: can't. I can't risk it. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna go ten. But I don't want to be like you.
1: <laughs> hey, we're almost twins, but thankfully not.
2: <laughs> almost. <laughs> that almost. we doing a whole lot of work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not so fast, my friend. Yeah,
2: because <laughs> white people would love to tell you some almost.
0: <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Yeah, that's... The guy who was serving them was very like, yeah, buddy, you still going to have to call the cops. And like, he calls like whoever the local white people are. And he's like, they trying to eat up in here. And um, what is her name? Letitia runs out. She's like, we got
2: to get the fuck up. Get the fuck up. Get the fuck fuck up. (laughs) He done called them people, y'all. He done called them people.
1: He done called them people.
2: Letitia fucking
1: Lewis. Oh my God, yes. (laughs) When they got in the car, they was trying to drive. And she she was about to get in the car. He said, let me drive. She was like, bro, we're getting away from killers. What are you trying to say right now?
2: Yeah, nigga trying to call
0: shotgun and shit, bro. Get in the car. (laughs) Get in the fucking car. Girl, you get in the seat. My name's not girl. Damn.
1: It's Latisha (laughs) fucking Lewis, period. My sister (laughs) gave you. She's giving you backwards driving. She's giving you one-handed, you know, checking. Oh, she was flipping the whip. She's very Fast and Furious. Whipping the wheel. Very need hey. for speed.
0: Somebody gotta tell Vin Diesel she needs to be in the the tenth installment of Fast and Furious.
1: I think you mean
2: the fifteenth. It's that. at least seventy-five. Of the million, <laughs> now they doing spinoffs and shit too. Like hundred. It's a
0: hundred. Hobbs and Shaw with Letitia. Fucking <laughs>
1: hey. Hobbs
2: and Shaw and Letitia. That's what we need. Uh. Yeah. But yeah, that White House comment was so wild because I I didn't know that. Did y'all know that?
0: I did. I did not I probably did and I forgot. I also have
1: two degrees in history, so that's why I know
2: that. (laughs) Yeah, bro, I had... He said... Tick is like looking at the floors and stuff and like um, obviously the tension is rising because like Letitia just saw the little white soda jerk guy calling the cops (laughs) or the local whites, whoever they are. I don't even know if they was cops or not. Whatever they were, the lynch mob. Oh no! Nah,
0: you know what though? They were the that was the the law enforcement or the public servants because whenever right. they rolled into the town, you remember they had that dog tied up and the dog was barking at them as they drove through. That was a sign for me to get the fuck. Yeah, I'm yeah, so out. They
1: had the fire people chasing
0: them. They had just like
1: Bob from the hardware store. Like they had every local white. <laughs> On Main Street. They were like- Every here, local white. <laughs> get every local white, get into your nearest moving vehicle, whatever it may be, however many axles it has, and we're going to
0: chase after these.
2: Regulators vehicles. mount up. <laughs>
0: like, they, <laughs> they have the audacity- Of the caucasity <laughs> To stop here. We got to get them the fuck out. They can't stay here. Nothing is <laughs>
1: Just imagine, like, you a white person just chilling in your house and somebody come knock on the door and be like, it's some black people eating in a restaurant downstairs. We got to go chase them out. Like, so I'm going to leave up at my house where I'm my ain't no black people leaving like, in my
2: house. Yo,
0: let them eat. I'm good. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Hey, but chilling.
0: the crazy shit is, like, they passed up a sign that said this is a sundown town. Niggers better not be here when the sun goes down on their way into the town.
1: And then, like, my question is, like, okay, fine. You have the little green book, whoop-de-woop, but, like, you know, it's close to the time where the sun is gonna set. So, why are you gonna stop in this town for food?
0: Any fucking like, way.
1: Like, I mean, I know y'all, I know y'all hungry, but, like, shit, y'all can't wait till y'all get to the Whataburger in the next town. Like,
2: I ain't <laughs> never been that hungry, dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like stopping in Viner.
1: Like, exactly. Like, I'm why saying. would
2: you? Or oh, like in one of them, I forget which one it is. It's either Hearn or Calvert, I don't remember. But on the way from Houston to Waco, there's these two little small ass towns on Highway Six that are like middle of nowhere, like not worth stopping for anything. One of them has a restaurant called Johnny Reb's Dixie Cafe. <laughs> the first time that I drove up to Baylor from Houston, I was like, I am never stopping in the town for a goddamn thing <laughs> like, <laughs> at any point ever in life. And still to this day, I will do whatever the fuck I got to do to make sure I do not have to stop in whatever little town that is. Because exactly. they got a Johnny Rebs Dixie Cafe in 2020. I am super good.
1: Literally say, Whitey McWhiterson Confederate White People Restaurant.
2: <laughs> Johnny Rebs? We still doing that. <laughs>
1: That's like so old. Like, it's 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 a mark of the racism that like what's like ain't nobody even been saying that for like the last like 30 40 years except in very specific pockets of the country
2: and like texas like for the most part really not even on that shit like that like i mean i know i'm biased living in houston and waco but like houston waco dallas austin san antonio like We really don't be on that Confederate shit like that. Like, obviously, you got a lot of, like, your country white folk who, you know, it's heritage. It's not hate. I'm just Southern proud, But, like, for the most part, we we off that. At least, like, we off Dixie. Don't nobody be talking about a fucking Dixie. I don't think anyone born, like, after
1: 1985 is still calling it that.
2: Like, Dixie. Ain't nobody on no fucking Johnny Rev's Dixie Cafe, man. Hell no. Like, that is the thing that like a
0: five-year-old white man came up with. Crazy thing is like our gener- like our generation and the next generation, they're like, for the most part, we off that shit. You still got some of them, you know. What I'm I really blame their parents for being just ignorant and teaching their kids that shit. But for the most part, we not, like they said, we not on that shit.
1: That's, like, I guess one of the the things with, like, seeing the sun downtown is, like, it's surreal because I remember at one point when I was younger, like, driving into Georgia, for example, they used to have a sign as you were entering, Georgia, don't let the sun set on you in Georgia. And I remember seeing that when I was a kid. And then they did it to, like, some fucking Ray Charles lyrics or some shit. And so I was just, like... Hey mom, what does that mean? And she's like, mm. <laughs>
2: they'll kill you.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, how do you explain to a six year old that this sign means that, like, if it's dark and we get pulled over, we go in, in some trees? Like, what the fuck?
0: Strange. <laughs> how do you fruit.
1: Literally, like, so it's like weird thinking about that, thinking about like driving through Vider and like it's so deceptive because Vider is between Orange and Beaumont. And if you're just driving on I-10 with no context for what that town is about, you'd have no problem stopping because it feels like it's just one city just rolling into the next city. Yeah. But like, that shit is a scary ass place to stop over there. Like, when we first came out to Texas, we stopped in Vida for McDonald's. And just like at the McDonald's, like, the lady was looking at us like so rude. And we were like, damn. I get my motherfucking double cheeseburger shit like what's the problem and she here, nigga damn <laughs> 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 the animosity
2: yeah bro like me and Rascal were talking about this earlier like that part of it is just as terrifying as the monsters in this show like because of how real and relatable that that is like even still, like the sundown town thing, like there are places as a black person, you just know, like, shouldn't be here. Like, I'm not. They don't want me here. I'm not supposed to be. Hey, here.
0: hold on. What the? <laughs> My bad, man. The hell was that? That's the people. That's hell no. The not people, people gonna catch these motherfucking hands.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> one of them little mini-eyed puppy cow thingies. Shit.
0: Oh. I mean, you're throwing uppercuts. But, anyways, my bad, y'all. I, uh, that was just really creepy. I heard some shit move. It's
1: your ancestors. Dun, dun, they're punishing for them jokes. <laughs> <laughs> <Your> ancestors
0: face <laughs> <say> something else. <laughs> ancestors pissed the fuck off. Hey, now they need to be mad at you and Dex. Y'all said worse shit.
2: <laughs> nah, bro, I'm giving them their props because they they're better than me. <laughs>
1: Because, bro, I ain't certain, about it. I'm 9,000% certain that my ancestors were clowns, just like I am. So, <laughs> the spirit of clownery passed through them into me.
2: Shout out to all the Hintons and the Boudros of the past for doing what the fuck y'all had to do, because I, <laughs> I could not have done it. Shout out to y'all, because holy so, shit, bro.
1: So, I just also want to talk about how, like, low-key like scary slash lit their escape from the sundown town was because like okay so they're I'm trying to remember like the sequence of events but I think they like they were leaving and some people were shooting at them so they turned around and they were shooting at those people and then which first of all like what the fuck like That was fire. And then they eventually like win the battle because the mysterious gray car, fucking Rolls Royce, like cuts in front of the white people chasing them in their pickup truck and crashes it and they die. So they're able to get away. But then when they stop for a quick little break on the side of the road, the police pull up and it's this white dude and he's like, What the fuck are y'all doing out here? And Like, he's like, well, you know, it's like 10 minutes until the sun goes down and you need to get in your car and leave. So they were like, cool. And he was like, but you can't go down this road. You have to go the the long way around (laughs) and you better be out by the time the sun goes down. Like that shit was so scary. And then he was just riding their bumper and like playing bumper cars with them on their way out of town. Like,
2: And he was like, uh, you know, you got to turn around and go the other way. And fortunately, Atticus is like. Read a book and was like, uh, "Yo, are U turns legal here?" And, he was, and the cop was like, "No, they are not. You are a smart little black boy. Uh, I'll let you turn around." Cause it, my man was really trying to set them up, bro. Like he
1: was setting them
2: up. Like he just really wanted to kill some niggas today. Like, like that's what he was on. I, I they don't make them, no though. sense to me, bro. They
1: did not take a break though, because he tells them like you better get out of the county by the sunset, and the county, like the county line, is the railroad tracks. So they they make it like at the eleventh nanosecond, make it over the county line, and as soon as they make it over the county line, they
2: run into
1: some four fucking cops waiting on the ass. So I was just like, "Bro, come can't on, can't catch
2: a break, bro." It really be like that.
1: Come on. Like, I remember saying, like, my TV. I was like, come on, man.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> that shit just drove yeah. me crazy because it was like, <clears throat> it was like he knew he was setting them up to fail. And then the fucked up thing about it was, whenever the cops caught him, he was like, damn, they're black. I thought you said we was going to catch some gypsies. Like, damn, bro.
2: Y'all just out here trying to just kill all the color folk.
0: Like, okay, Everybody. Look, nobody rock, bro. Like, and then the part that really tricked me out was, um, Tick fucked up though. Cause he called the sheriff by his first name. Mm. And that's whenever because he was like, you know what I'm saying? He was telling them, you know, are y'all travelers or you know what I'm saying? Are y'all really out here just robbing and stealing and shit from people? Cause we had a few robberies. Which they
1: probably didn't.
0: So Yeah. And then Tick called him by his first name. So it was just he was just, you know, tipped off, like, oh. So if you if you just hear traveling, why you know me by my first name?
2: That that robbery line. That fucked me up, too, because, like, I I I don't think they, like, planned it or, like, added it after the fact or whatever, but, like, the Ahmaud Arbery situation where, like, they were, like, trying to justify it because there were some robberies in that part of town or whatever, like, I was like, yo, like, <laughs> this is some real yeah. shit in this show, man.
1: And it very much is, you know, like, I... I have not had that experience, but like my dad used to work at a Best Buy, and he was coming home late one night, and the cops pulled him over, and he was like, what is happening? And they said, oh, your car matches the description of a kidnapping. And so he was like, uh, what? <laughs> and so they were like, yeah, uh, your car matches, the, you, you match the description. And he was like, I don't know when I would have had time to kidnap anybody, because I've been at work all this time. So I mean, if you want to call up the story, you can. But like, and this was in Houston, so I know is some shit going on on these back roads like in these little like backwater counties and shit like that. So like, even that, and you get the sense, at least from watching how this plays out in the show, that regardless of how they answer, like these cops have no intention of letting them go. They're not even going to take them to jail. Like when they wait on them, they're waiting on them with shotguns. So they are not planning. For them to like make it through that county, (laughs) like they are gonna.
2: Ain't no, ain't no fast and fair trial. Like we, hell no, you getting killed. (laughs) Like,
0: I mean, but we never really, for the most part, we don't get a fair, free trial. Nah, we
2: don't. And yo, that like matching the description shit. That that reminds me of back at Baylor. Like whenever some shit would go down and a black person was involved, like. They would send out these alerts or whatever. And it would be like uh robbery west of campus, uh description, black male ages 18 to 38. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like that would be anybody. <laughs> like what? No, yo, you had a you at a college, like 18 to 38, that's all of us, dog. Like right.
0: Right. That's the students, the professors, the niggas just coming to visit, the drug bro, dealers, that's, that's everybody.
2: Everybody. Like you ain't you ain't got no kind of shirt color. You ain't got like you ain't got tattoos or n- black male ages eighteen to forty. Right. Like, we all targets now, bro. Like what are you doing? Like
1: <laughs> And then like thinking about like when they lead them into the woods. They, like, they could have, if they were going to just, or they could have just arrested them, like, right then and there. But, like, they purposefully lead them into the woods because, like, they gonna kill them out there. And that's when, you know, that's when the shit really starts ramping the fuck up. So, like, up until this point, it's just been, you know, just great value racism, run of the mill, you know. Great to and now shit starts kicking up because now they finna, you know, meet their ends. All of a sudden they start hearing these weird ass noises and they're like, bro, what the fuck? And so all of a sudden
2: monster.
0: bruh like what (laughs) that shit came out of nowhere dog I ain't gonna lie shit had me kind of spooked I was like oh what the
2: fuck (laughs) I
0: was like what the
1: fuck and then like just trying to like actually get a look at it and they have like just a bunch of fucking eyes and it's giving you know
0: eyes all over their backs and shit like
1: what is that
0: but you know what's cool like I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off finish
1: my bad oh no no I was just gonna say like what and they're big as hell and like they just immediately start chomping on niggas, like you know what I'm saying, like snack time. And then you <laughs> like the first out, thing
2: we see one do is like bite off
0: the cop's arm. Like, yeah, no, they took his whole. I thought they took the whole cop and left the arm.
1: No, no, no. Oh, there's one one cop. Yeah, they they did take the whole cop and leave the, yeah, arm leave the, arm. the other cop got his arm bitten off.
0: Yeah, yeah. That shit is, and like, what was dope about that shit is like. There was it wasn't really a jump scare. Like they led you in with the tension, mm-hmm. and then they brought the monsters. And I think that's something that's cool about like just how Jordan Peele movies and like just the shit that he works on seems to work in general. Is like he doesn't live off of the jump scare. Right. Like that's not his go-to shit. He leads you with like tension and like it's very uneasy. And then he leads you into the jump and it's like, oh, shit, like, damn. Like, I was already kind of, you know, tensed up. And then it just kind of lets loose with that big clip.
1: Yeah, you know some
2: shit is coming. Yeah. You know some shit is coming and you've, like, you've been expecting it to get scary because, like, everybody knew going in this was, like, a horror show or whatever. But it's, like, like you said, like, we've been dealing with, like, all these racial themes We've been dealing with family. We haven't really talked that much about, like, the family or whatever, but, like, that's been a big part of it. You know, we've been dealing with their relationships or whatever, and then all of a sudden, this like, monsters, bitches. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: chop, like, chop, you real, like, they lead you, like, with that stress. Like, you stressed out because, like you said, the family shit with, like, Letitia and her sister, you know. Tick is looking for his dad. George is looking for his brother. He didn't really want to leave his wife in the first place. And then they run into all this racism. They got to leave Lydia's place because they almost got killed there. Then the cops. So it's like you real tense and you like, oh shit. But it's more. And you
2: like, yo, <laughs> who are these white people that just saved them? Like in this nice ass car. Like what is going on? Like it's been action packed. It's been shootouts. It's been like just stress. And then it's these fucking big ass monsters out here. <laughs> right.
1: And then they, you know, are allowed the chance to escape into the woods, and they're all running, and just, like, all these cops are just getting dot. And eventually, there's only two left, and they find like this cabin, and all three of them, plus the two cops, like, run into the cabin. And at first, they're in there, and then the cop dude is like, open the door, open the... And I'm sitting here like, what the fuck you mean? Open
2: the door. do not open the door, ever. bro.
1: I don't don't watch a lot of horror movies,
2: but every single horror movie I've ever seen, Opening the door is a terrible idea.
1: Like, even if that aside, did you not just try to kill me on the side of the road 20 (laughs) minutes ago? What the fuck made you think I'm about to open this goddamn door? (laughs) The only reason... the door anyway.
0: Well, because of the shotguns.
1: Right, and then you can, like, you can hear the monsters getting close, and then once they get in there, this whole war vet is like, bruh, give me the gun. Like, I know, give me the gun. He's like, I'm not... Are you crazy? I'm not giving you... I'm like, bruh, it's so crazy how, like, even even when their lives are on the line, white people still find the time to be racist. Like
0: you
2: so racist, you will like die to the willing monsters. To
1: die rather than give the military vet <laughs> like the gun to shoot these goddamn monsters. And then the wildest part is we find out that these monsters may may not be like monsters in origin. Because the cop who got his arm bitten off starts transforming and turns into one of these motherfucking monsters. So now we sit up and like, wait, so are all the monsters, like, people who used to be human, who just, like, got bit over time in the the woods? Like, what happened?
0: Well, they kind of extend on that in the second episode. But...
1: Yeah, so, like... That was that was wild, and then like the other dude, I guess I think he dies, like he gets ran over or some shit like that. When Letitia fucking Lewis, with the save track team extraordinaire, <sighs> he runs to go get the motherfucking car and drives that bitch into the cabin to come with the save.
0: Hey, that shit was fucked up though, because they really could have just let Tick go run, and they were like, no, 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 fuck that, her. And it's <laughs> like damn, like how. That. But they
1: said it was because, like she said, I I used to run track. So if there's some shit I could do, bitch, I'm a running ass bitch. Let me go in this fucking car.
2: What I really liked about this scene was, like, how they, like, kind of slowly teach you, like, the rules about the monsters without, mm-hmm. like, having to explain it to you. It's like, mm-hmm. they just be trying shit and it kind of works. So mm-hmm. you just kind of accept the rules. Like, they don't, like, they... They run away from light. Um, eventually, like, um, they, hide in the they ground run away from whistle. that whistle. Yeah. yeah the, the,
1: they hide in the ground. They're afraid of light. They can turn people into other monsters. Yeah. When
2: they bite people, they turn into monsters. They can climb they run away trees. from light. It's a bunch of these motherfuckers. They fast as shit.
0: <laughs> right. I think oh. what else was dope was like the fact that they quoted Dracula. Like, I thought that was pretty loud, like the whole, because whenever you really think, I mean, Dracula, in my opinion, Dracula isn't really Pulp Fiction, but I guess it is Pulp Fiction.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I think the Dracula (coughs) overlay is interesting, considering, like, you do have, like, in most vampire lore, like, if you get bitten by a vampire, you turn into one, but you have that as this dude got bit by a monster and turns into the monster. Yeah. And then they make it out, and they get to this this mysterious fucking mansion. school looking us. I, I feel like mansion is too small of a word for what this that was a castle. Is. Yeah, they like, really
2: do look like the X Men compound. Like it
1: literally do look like the the Xavier Estate.
0: Like I was gonna go a bit further and say that should look like some Daenerys would have chilled in,
1: and literally like <laughs> it's very it's very Hogwarts. You know what I'm saying. So I was just like, "Okay," and then they get to the house. They're all bloodied up, and they knock on the door, and a white dude answers the door. First of all, this white dude—he don't even like—he looks scary even for a white dude. Like, yeah, just being there, ain't even
2: doing he nothing. He just looks right. He just looks
1: scary. And then, as soon as they open the door, he says, "Oh, we've been expecting you." The fuck you mean? Like, what? How you knew I was out here battling for my life with these motherfucking Pokemons, and you talking about someone who (laughs) was
0: expecting you? Like, the shit that drove me crazy about that was, like, at the end of the episode, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, oh, you know, you got this hidden birthright. And it's like, all right, cool. So, it's like, they're going to the place, and... They bump into these white people, and it's like, wait a minute, time out. I thought you said it was Tick's birthright, bro. Fuck you, mean. Right. Like that shit, tri- <laughs> like that shit tripped me out. But I mean, like whenever we start talking about episode two, we'll we'll get on that.
1: Right. If I'm not mistaken, I think, I think that like the ep- the first episode ends with them like going into the house. Yeah. Yeah, and then the second episode picks up where like you know they didn't woke up they are refreshed, uh, somehow they all have clothes that fit them exactly. George um, the has favorite books on the shelf in the room. Baller outfit after baller outfit in the closet. And meanwhile,
0: Tick was like, Tick t- 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 was like, man, I don't know what the fuck y'all on, but hell no. Nah
1: right so they all meet up they come congregate and then the scary white dude appears and to me like i don't know if y'all have ever watched true blood on hbo but he very much looks like like diet eric northman people who are listening who've seen that show know who he is but like great value alexander scar and so he's like all right we about to go have breakfast out on the veranda and then they go out there <laughs> and you know tick is thinking like we need to discuss what's going on last night we're remarkably calm <laughs> whatever they're like what happened last night and this is when we find out that somehow someway uncle george and Letitia don't remember anything that happened
2: and the night before that shit had me fucked up because i was like i don't even know like what the fuck <laughs> do you do when people you was just with don't remember this traumatic ass experience y'all yeah. all just went through y'all just had some y'all just went through some fucking monsters and they like i don't, I don't know not even know. the
0: monsters bro but like every like the, the sundown town like bro y'all just went through all this traumatic ash. i would have been fucked up in the head
2: but
1: i and it's like it's just that
2: me that remembers this like are you the thing that i
1: like is that like when he says like like bro like y'all don't remember this shit like at first they're like are you good? But then when he, but then they realize that they really genuinely don't remember anything from the previous night. And they're like, that is suspicious. And he's like, don't y'all think it's wild how like all of your favorite books are in the room and all of these clothes that fit you exactly. Or And so like the thing I love is that they take that for what it is. And they're like, you know what? Yeah, that is weird. We got to find out what the fuck is going on. And he's like, yeah, we need to go look for clues. And they're like, we're not splitting up though. We all got to stick together because there's some weird shit going on
0: that was a real nigga moment because exactly and anything else niggas would have been like be
1: quiet it's not that deep it's fine just enjoy niggas it with you know.
0: a, niggas would a scooby dude and split up <laughs> But no 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 not them the negroes they but I yeah, think they're like no nah, we good. the
1: difference between like how black people were react mm-hmm. to the situation and how white people would react to the situation because part of Tick's whole discomfort with the situation is not just don't you think it's weird that all this shit is lining up? But it's also, don't you think it's weird that we just got chased through two fucking sundown counties? The cops tried to kill us in the woods and all of a sudden we get to this house and it's a white dude and he invites us to stay in his house and says that he's been expecting us. And like, he he literally says like, what white person house do you have you ever been in that they wouldn't try to get you out of in two seconds? So for him, like his discomfort is mainly rooted in the fact now why are these white people being so fucking nice to us and why like this shit is sucks. And and that's why they believe him. Not not so much because of the other shit, but it's once he brings up the fact that, like, hey, so we're black in an area that has no black people.
2: We've been black our whole lives. We know where the <laughs> shit goes. Like...
1: And these white people are being too nice. There's some shit going on. And that's when they're like, mm. Oh damn, you know what? You right.
2: Yeah, I I appreciate like take being the audience in that moment mm-hmm. and like because mm-hmm. you know, we all would have been like had like had they just ignored all those signs or whatever we would call it plot holes and we would be on Twitter like how are they just gonna ignore blah 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 like and take was like made, like pretty much exactly the audience just like yo shit not adding enough, man <laughs> like y'all got to think. <laughs>
1: Right, right, and then they go into like the local village, and it is a village. It's very, very Salem, very Amish. You know, it's giving me Jamestown. It's giving me Roanoke. The place and, is
2: not on the map, by the way. no,
1: oh, nowhere on the, on the map. And there's no like tall buildings except for this one like, silo Rapunzel fucking tangled looking ass building, and. <laughs> they're like okay it's clearly like if there's some sketch shit going on it's got to be in this building because everybody else is living in thatch cottages so <laughs> and the wild part is none of the white people bat an eye at them like they're walking and like the white people are just the sheep, and no one's looking at these three black people like anything is wrong and it's not until they get to the weird silo that this fucking white her two german shepherds and starts making like <laughs> ass racist remarks and shows them like that the inside is actually like a butcher thing, and starts like threatening
0: them and being like, "Yeah, y'all lock y'all asses up if y'all don't stop poking your noses where you're supposed hey, to be." That fucking grizzly bear comment was out of line. No Bro. black bear comment. Yes, she was
2: flagrant with
0: her. Bro, I, we would <laughs> just had the box. Like, I don't. I, I'm not a fan of violence against women. I, I do not condone that shit whatsoever, but she would have caught hands.
2: Leticia would have had to give it a word, bro. Right, at yeah. least
1: from Leticia, because, like, what was that? Like, she didn't even have to do all that. Like, what?
2: <laughs> like, what? You could have literally just said, they're, they're Black Bear. Like, that's, that's all you had. You had to do all those extra, like, allegory shit. Like,
1: <laughs> and that's when we know that, like, she must have we find out that she was the one with the whistle because when the dogs start going off, she uses the whistle to like cool mm-hmm. them off the first time. And what? then, and then, because Tick says, that's the noise I heard last night. And then because uncle George and Letitia like don't remember the monsters, they think it's just bears instead. So he says, Oh, like you get bears in the area of grizzly bears. She's like, no, just black ones who think they're smart and don't know how to mind their business and they're not smart, smart for real, for real. And I was just like, it's a yes or no question. Do we have grizzly bears in the area? <laughs> Yo, like,
2: why are like, you, you doing how white those
1: people the simplest shit and turn it into some racism? <laughs> turn like, it
2: into some racism. Ain't have to above be and that. beyond. I'm asking <laughs> yeah. you
1: a fucking animal planet Steve Irwin ass question, and you going to sit up here and turn it into motherfucking Fox News, bitch. Like, come on. <laughs> You're making to metaphors
2: and shit, bro. Like,
1: right. Ain't, ain't even have to be all ask
2: you for all that.
1: So now at this point, they know that it's some, it's some shady shit happening. They try but, to dip out. They end up in the woods. And then the fucking monster thingy. It's some
2: more monsters.
1: But what,
0: what was live was that the monsters, like, because like I said earlier, the, the village isn't on the map. But the monsters keep people from finding the village. So mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty dope.
1: And if I'm not mistaken, didn't like the daughter, Uncle George's daughter, when she used to draw like the little characters on the map, she just drew like monsters in the general vicinity. And Tick showed it to Uncle George and he was like, it's not on the map, but she drew like a monster over it.
0: Yeah, it was like the Grim Reaper.
1: I think it's interesting that she did that, even though like she didn't know, as far as we know, she didn't know anything about the area. Because also keep in mind, this is in Massachusetts. And that's the other thing I really like about this is everybody thinks all this racism should be happening in the South, but that fucking sundown, that sundown shit, it happened in Massachusetts. They were in Massachusetts.
0: Hey man, (laughs) but what's crazy is we know Boston, like the Massachusetts Boston area is a very racist portion of the United States.
1: It is. But like, as far as we know, they're nowhere near Boston. But the thing I like about it is that like, sundown towns are not anything that is specific to the south like there were plenty of places out west and north who had sundown towns and i think it's interesting that they showed that like that that this is happening up north these sundown towns like were also up here too yeah so i thought that that was i thought that was interesting i still oh wait we haven't talked about the the fucking hogwarts component of this shit let's
2: get into that shit Oh, we we're going kind of long uh longer than I anticipated but yeah we got to get into uh Fence from scandal being on the weirdest weirdo shit
1: <laughs> after we find out that the lady with the whistle every time she blows the whistle it causes uh Leticia and Uncle George to have short-term memory loss so this the monsters so that's an interesting situation
2: so they go back to the the fucking school for mutants or whatever <laughs> the shit is.
1: Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry.
2: Yeah. They go back to this fucking big-ass compound and find out that um, fucking Fitz, I don't know what his name is in this TV show. I've already forgotten. It doesn't matter. Um He is, like, in charge of this, like... Freemason kind of vibey cult thing called the Sons of Adam. I think it's called like
1: the Freemasons if they were Klansmen.
2: Yeah, like the Klansmen, mm-hmm. Freemason, Illuminati, like the secret society
0: people, whatever the, the fuck.
1: in Balmon rooms.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like a diet Illuminati because it's like they're not, they're not like, they're racist. And you can tell that they're racist, but they like, there's those white people that try to hide their racism, like low key.
1: But the thing is, it's like, he even, like, Tick even says like, oh, are y'all the clan or something? And that white girl is like, we would never associate with them, they're too poor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Broke and ass.
1: I saw, and I saw a tweet that was like, so basically they're like the clan in Gucci robes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it
0: was funny, The clan like, has
2: zero drip, so. <laughs>
0: Complain, they don't have no sauce. Complain, complain. Drip or drown. We don't wear them fucking white robes. Come on now. We have t-
2: Cheap ass bags <laughs> on their ass.
0: Look out of here. My wife spent all day cutting them holes in man.
1: Complain, <laughs> complain, complain, complain. Well, we find out that like the, the, you know, scandal dude is the leader of this Freemasonship and that he's trying to like, use tick for some kind of ceremony related to this but all the other people who are in this fucking like uh society we find out that once everybody goes back to their rooms and the the white girl starts doing some witchcraft and making them see shit that ain't there <laughs> we find out that all of these white people in this secret society are looking through this shit like a black mirror episode and there is a black mirror episode about this, <laughs> but like,
2: and like Letitia and Uncle George are locked in these rooms, like they, yes, they're locked. They in. can't get out.
1: And he made a deal with the white girl. He was like, make them remember everything. And she was like, cool. So she did. And then they start freaking out. And then when he tries to get out, he can't get out. And so now they're in there. Letitia thinks she's about to, you know, have a little wow 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 moment or whatever. <laughs> Tick is seeing his Korean Bay. <laughs> and in his dead wife, you know, and like his was the most chill out of everything.
2: Yeah, like, he got I, off easy. Bro. Like he I, I think he mentioned that like when they like linked back up. He was just like, I was, I was in there chilling, dog. Like
1: <laughs> I just saw my dead wife and I knew she wasn't real, like off the rip. Like I knew that. So <laughs> hey, and he was... Tick was engaged with fucking hand to hand combat. So <laughs> Poor Letitia. She thought she was about to get it crack, and the next thing you know, the Chamber of Secrets. I I hate that. <laughs> and all the white people are looking into like the little fucking portal and they're like, hmm. Like it's a
0: movie. <laughs> like this is like this is cool. Like, damn. She thought, Ah, oh, plot damn. twist. <laughs> Cold game. Damn.
1: Right. So then, like. Tick goes to the special feast with Uncle George, and Uncle George has been doing some reading, and he's found out that anybody who's linked to this uh, Tiberius, whatever the fuck, that they have, they're like the boss of the secret society. They get so, to run shit. Yeah, they and get to run shit.
2: of course, we find out. <laughs> Tick is running shit. <laughs> he
1: is. He is. My Uncle George, he he lays the foundation. He's like, I've been doing some reading, and he sits down at the table, and the white people are like reading and he's sitting next to us I don't like
0: <laughs> that he can read reading. you're gonna have to uh.
1: first of all he's here second of all he reads
0: he's not an illiterate negro
1: oh my god so they, they were fucking they were pissed he sits down he's like well whoever is the descendant gets to run all this shit take it away tick and he was like get the fuck about this bitch and that's an order
2: Greatest alley I've ever seen. Fucking lob the city. Spirit,
1: the spirit of Luca was was traveling
2: within him. <laughs> <laughs> he killed that, and then the white people still yeah. want to act like they know what's going on, bro. They wanted to sit there like it was cool, like nah, get out.
0: Right. Like, gone. yeah, once. boy Tick said, "I'm gonna need y'all to get the fuck out," and everybody was like, "Man, who are? Oh, y'all right? He is in charge. Let's go." <laughs> But yeah, man, like
2: uh then Fitz he uh decides he wants to put a uh, ticket check. And honestly, he dropped one of the hardest bars in 2020. Like I,
1: said, just because you're what did he say? Just because
2: I gotta look at, I gotta look up the exact quote. All because, I know is
0: all I remember uh, was I'm not a zealot and I'm not something else. So don't don't <laughs>
1: I remember him saying something like, just because you're just because you're useful doesn't mean, like, you're not expendable or some shit like that. It was something to the tune of that. Yeah. And so, like, after this dinner, like, Tick goes back and he's like, we got to get the hell up out of here. So they go sneak into the car and they're trying to drive off. And they crash into an invisible fucking force field. And then... Because it's some
2: magic out, shit.
1: Fitz rolls up and fucking shoots. <laughs> Uncle George and Letitia.
2: He shot Letitia first. And I was like, yo, he really just fucking shot. He, like, gut shot her, too. And, like, back in the day, you get shot in the gut. It's supposed to be a rap for you. Like, because.
1: I mean, like, it was. It was a rap for her. She was dead. It
0: (laughs) was a rap for for both of them, her and Uncle George. They both got popped. Right.
1: But, like, Uncle George was still kind of, like, you know, in it. And so he's locked up in the little dungeon. And he's watching, like, Letitia be dead on the sofa. And then she shoots up because now she's not
0: dead. Hey, hold on. We skipped a part.
2: We did skip a part.
0: Which part? They went and found Tix the dad. dad. Monte Cristo. The Count of
1: Oh, Monte yeah. They sneak back into Omar. the <laughs> silo. And they find a secret tunnel. And they find out that he dug himself out of the silo. And then they find him and then they try to escape. And, oh, he even said, he's like, what the fuck are y'all doing here? And he was like, I got a note telling me to come here. And he was like, I did not send you no motherfucking note. Like, we ain't <laughs> talked or nothing. And then we find out that the note was a trap. It was a ruse to lure him to the location. This
2: is yeah. wild, man. This show is wild. And I can't wait to figure out what the fuck happens next. Um... Like I said, we're going long. This was supposed to be a mini episode, but we're gonna be about like at our regular time. So,
1: peace, Uncle George. We hardly knew you.
2: R.I.P. Uncle George. Yo, I was like, this is episode two, and we killed Uncle George. About
1: stress, the whole estate like crashed because what's his name's like um, enslaved ancestor grandmama led him out the burning mansion, and she was like. We're oh, not yeah. doing this little ceremony. I'm gonna get you to hell on the pot. Come on, let's go. She turned everybody into stone. He dipped out.
0: Now Why not Tick had like some magic powers and shit too.
1: No, he did, but like they yeah. were trying to use it to make this ceremony thing yeah. work. And then she appeared and she was like, ah ah. And she cut all <laughs> that shit off. And then they were able to get away because like the fucking mansion crashed. Now, given that that their whole like painful scenarios was a simulation i think that uncle george and i did for real for real and i think the whole like mansion crashing and then them going back home whatever the fuck they're dealing with at home i think all that shit is a fucking illusion because i don't think they would introduce that concept to us if it wasn't going to be used again so i I, I think
2: i'm with you because
1: I i think that shit is like a like i don't think i don't think tick actually got out and i don't think that uh I don't think Letitia and Uncle George got out either. I think they're all still there. But this is, like, Tick's, like, worst thing. So, I feel
2: like... I feel like it's definitely got to be a dream kind of situation because...
1: Right.
2: Like you said earlier, this shit felt like a season finale in episode two. Like, Mm -hmm. you just introduced us to all this fucking demon cult shit.
0: Um, Not exactly. Because the only reason I say that is because... Whenever you watch the the fucking the trailer for the next episode, Hippolyta is talking about, you know, how Uncle George is dead. So I don't know.
1: No, I know that. I'm not saying that yeah. like that. That she didn't. I'm saying, like, that whole everything. Like, uh, love, I'm saying all of it. Is oh, yeah. Okay. And, yeah. like, it's the ultimate, like, pain thing. So, like, the white chapter members who were watching all their pain and shit through the windows. This is like the big exhibit, so they're probably like really sitting like look at him, freaking out about his uncle dying, you know, like some shit like that. I don't think I don't think it's all real. I think he I think he in his head.
2: Cause like you can't introduce us to like these white people who have just saved them in the Sundown Town and run this like weird cult shit, and then episode two be like we done with all that shit, it's over. Like there's got to right. be something else here. Especially after you just watched me after you just made me watch a cow give birth to like a monster baby thing and that little white lady holding that shit like everything is cool. (laughs) It's gotta be something deeper here. Like it's something else is all I'm saying.
1: It's something else. I don't think the white people went away that easily to be honest. Ain't
0: ain't no way. They've been
1: birthing monsters all this
2: time.
0: We probably all wrong and we gonna reconvene in the DMs or some shit later, and we're going to be like, bro, what the hell? Like, all <laughs> of our predictions were correct.
2: Catch us next time when we talking about episode three or four or whatever the fuck when we're all proven wrong because this show is amazing, and we obviously can't wait to figure out what happens next. We don't have enough um, cells
1: to put together. Biggest, season. blackest
0: episode, round two, soon come. A soon bigger, comes. blacker
2: episode. They're going to hate us so much (laughs) for (laughs) this (laughs) episode. Such a major change, of course, from everything that we normally do. Um, But, yeah, we're going to call it there. Uh, Like I said, we went long. This was supposed to be a mini episode. Uh, But, yeah, I'll let y'all do y'all's plugs, and then I'll do mine. So, Rascal, go ahead. Tell people what you're doing, where they can find you.
0: Uh, Rascal F. Kennedy on literally anything and everything. Like, uh, you know, uh, Instagram, Twitter. If you're on Tumblr, I'm not on Tumblr, but you could probably find me there uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Full Circle Cinema. We just did like a whole shebang for the DC fandom. So I hope y'all come back and y'all enjoy what Ileana, Marcos, and Jackson and everybody have going on. So we'll see y'all.
2: Shout out to the gang. Jania, tell them where they can find your work.
0: I just want to say
1: that even though it's running long, I think this is still a Minnesota as far as black people go, like as far as color. <laughs> go, this is still, <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at the lady underscore Artemis. And you can also listen to my podcast, the house of black podcast, which is a Harry Potter podcast on Spotify, Apple podcasts and Stitcher. And you can follow that Twitter page at house of black pod. Yep.
2: Yeah, the house of black pod is super duper dope. Um, I work for Full Circle Cinema now, so I'm required to tell you that Full Circle Cinema is doing dope things, (laughs) because we are. Uh, I still haven't written my first article yet for Full Circle Cinema. I'm working on it, but it's coming. It's coming. I'm writing about Netflix and how basically they're lying to you about how many people watch their shows, and they're lying to accountants about how much money they make. Um, So stay on the lookout for that. But yeah, uh, uh,
0: Before we go, I just want to say, Netflix
2: y'all some hoes for canceling the society some oh. hoes <laughs> okay for canceling one day at a time too y'all some hoes
1: oh, that what? i have not
2: forgotten. the north remembers the north remembers you can't <laughs> just get rid of all the color people right? like we ain't gonna notice um uh, but anyway that's the one take pod uh we might do this again we might not we gotta see um like i said many episode. Um, but yeah, you can find all the One Take Pod accounts. They're the same. The number one take pod on Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, whatever. If you got to email us about anything, you can email us at one take podcast show at gmail.com. Jake and Royden check that like twice a week. We don't get that many emails. Doesn't matter. Um, you can find me and what I'm doing at Dex Hinton on Twitter, um, writing about the Rockets, writing for Full Circle Cinema, doing this podcast. Out here trying to do my thing. Uh, you know, more black voices and you know, some pretty white spaces. We we need that. Uh so you know, thanks for listening to the pod. Support us, support everything we're doing, support black voices.
0: Hashtag um, support florence pew.
2: Hashtag support florence pew, not a black voice, but support her too. <laughs> and hashtag oh, black what? lives matter. <laughs> we're all obviously all of us are keeping an eye on this situation in Wisconsin right now. Oh, yeah. Um is getting wild again. We hit, went through that whole summer of protesting and rioting and, you know, trying to explain to y'all what the fuck is going on and getting y'all to listen, but y'all ain't want to listen, so we're still going through this shit. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that, but just remember Black Lives Matter, and we're not lying to y'all. We're not making Thanks. shit up. Like, Eerie. it's some races out here. Um, so yeah, just listen to us, and just be there for your Black friends. We need you. Even when we are, you know, very fucking mad. Because it's hard not to be mad as a black person in America. Anyway, that's the One Take Podcast. Watch Lovecraft Country, 8 p.m. Sunday nights on HBO and the HBO Max app. And we out.
1: I can't hide you the rock crowd. Right I can't
2: hide you the rock crowd. Right I ain't gonna hide you, down All on that day, I said rock.